you guys. So we're here with another episode of Young, Black, and Bothered. It's your girl, Chris Cash, and I'm here with my co-host. Oh, um, what's my name? <laughs> oh, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, what's up, everyone? It's Q, stuck in quarantine for day number, what, 53? <laughs> uh aka it's not it's not the teacher it's your damn kid <clears throat> and i am greg we're back again so i guess we need to start by saying like how are y'all surviving like tell me something happy that's happened in the past i guess you know week oh something that has happened in the past week are you asking me you asking q i'm asking both of y'all Oh, okay. Um, so let me let me tell y'all the good news. So good news, I've been just trying new recipes and getting my chef on in the kitchen. I don't know if y'all know this, but I love to cook. A lot of times now I don't really have the time to do it. But recently I've been able to, you know, just really put my foot in it. And it's been good. Bad news is um, a close friendly family friend of mine probably won't make it through the night today, and she she had leukemia. But of course, with all this COVID nineteen stuff going on, it's just that's it. That's rough. I'm sorry. I just hope the transition is is good to the next life, whatever it may be. I agree. So and then all, and and then and, and then with that, I hope that she at least has some family around in those final moments. And it's family, no family in nothing. Like you gotta like my aunt. She's her um like point of contact because they're like they're friends, and um they're just not letting anyone in. So we just suggested to my aunt like we should just call. And have the nurse just put it on speaker. So even though she's in a coma, she might be able to hear it. But that's it, really. Like, they're being so strict at all the hospitals. Well, you know, the last, you know, the last sense, the last sense to go is hearing. So um, mm-hmm. that might be a good idea. Yeah. Well, we're, we're hoping. Either way, we're still hoping for the best. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, like, what good news did I have this week? Oh, um, I felt the baby kick for the first time. Like, oh, yeah. Isn't, isn't, isn't that good. exciting? Isn't that exciting? You're like, wow. I, I remember when I felt, when I was able to feel a Leah kick for the first time. I was like, oh, my God, this is scary as shit. <laughs> but, but also, oh, my God, this is so exciting. Like, the life I created is showing us that she's here. Like, I'm growing. You can feel me now. It's wild because the first time she kicked, like, I held her stomach, you know, I held Jess's stomach and I, like, put my hand there, but I didn't want to press down too hard. So I was just trying to feel it. And it You're felt- actually, it's okay. They're protected. She's protected. I don't know, Q. Like, I- no, trust me. Trust me. She's protected. He's like, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> She's protected. She's more protected than there than she will ever be out. In the, the breathing, in the in the breathing world, ain't that the truth? Because the world is some shit right now. Um, what other good news do I have? 
Um, honestly, like I've only gone out of the house once this week. Um, and it wasn't to exercise because I've noticed that the place we go to exercise, people have started to like congregate there. So I was like, you know what? I'm not doing it. So I just, you know, have decided if I'm a workout, I work out in the house. So I've been, you know, keeping it easy there. But other than that, like just been relaxed. Oh, I totally forgot that it's the Lincoln, it's the Lincoln live party tonight. Oh, so happy founders. So yes. Um, so I'll share my good news. So um, happy founders day to the oldest in the best historically black college university here in America, um, Lincoln University. We're having a virtual fun, a virtual Founders Day um, block party online right now. It's been going on since 12 o'clock. Wait, what? <clears throat> yes, it's been going on since 12 o'clock. Like, so basically there was a, like a lunch. So is at, it like a drop-in party thing? Yeah, and it's a fun, and it's also a fundraiser for our emergency student fund. Oh, um, wow. So they had a so they had a um a, a noontime a lunch um like party they had a happy hour party now um and then it's like now one of my neos is DJing for the like the the tunnel party okay so that is going on to midnight oh, so we'll be making that. We will definitely make it. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so happy found. So yes, yeah, so happy Founders Day. One hundred, one hundred and sixty eighth. I want to say, Damn. and I should know this because I am Mister Lincoln. Um, but, um, but yes, yeah, happy Founders Day to my alma mater, the Great Lincoln University. Um, so that is just some of my good. That's one of my good news. Mm-hmm. Um, my second. What's up? What is the process for becoming Mr. Lincoln? Well, I wasn't Mr. Lincoln. Oh, I, was okay. I wasn't Mr. Lincoln. He's okay. so funny. But my line brother, my line brother was a is a former Mr. Lincoln. Actually, he was Mr. Lincoln when we crossed. Um, and oh, I was on okay. I was on SGA when I I was I was on SGA when I crossed. Um, at Cheney High School. <laughs> um, but. Also, um, so 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 also some good news. Like I paid it for. Thank thank you um, to the orange dipshit for my twelve hundred dollars. But I went and I I went ahead and and I um I blessed a couple, well blessed one person today, um, and she's a definite friend of the show. She's actually on the other show, mm-hmm. um, Wes, um, and I um, paid for. Um, her and four of her fellow nurses to have lunch today, and she was in like definitely. And her fellow nurses were definitely grateful, and that's a great thing um, because they're doing God's work out here, yeah. um, being on the front lines. And I also will be um, sponsoring lunch for up to five essential workers. Um, I actually need to check my Facebook. And um, and choose who those five lucky people are going to be. You know, just some, it, it just something. It was a small token of appreciation because um, they're the people who's keeping this country alive right now. Yeah. Um, and I mean, like quite literally, like our grocery workers, the the doctors and nurses who are fighting this battle in the hospitals, um, our delivery persons. Even though I haven't really been tipping, <laughs> but. Um, 
um, our restaurant workers who are keeping us fed, you know, those are the unsung heroes. And some of them didn't ask to be heroes. Um, some of them asked to be heroes, but they're doing heroic work and they're keeping us, they're keeping us, keeping us going, even though we are stuck in our homes and binge watching everything on Netflix. Um, so I just wanted, I'm doing that just to say thank you. And then also, you know, paying, and then, you know, in a way of paying it forward. So that, you know what's crazy? I still haven't even got my Trump check. I got the, uh, what is it? I got the check first, and then I got the letter. He sent like a. By the way, in case you didn't remember, I gave you a shit. So yeah, it, it was rough knowing that I cashed mm-hmm. knowing it said Donald J. Trump on the left side, but it's okay. Hey, it could say Daffy Duck for all I give a shit. I haven't gotten my Trump check. At all, like they got, they making me feel like I made over a hundred thousand, and I know I did. Yeah. At least not in twenty eighteen. I know for damn sure I ain't making that. Yeah. Oh, oh, so we we have a special person joining again this week for the third consecutive week who raises hand for the first time in a Zoom chat ever. Other than what's up, Derek? How are you? Speak to the people. What's going on, folks? You know me, man. Just um, trying to survive, trying to make like everybody else. Just finished up another um, another artist interview, so I got to get that edited and posted and keep knocking out reviews and keep living the dream mm. and avoid burnout. <laughs> yeah, burnout is real, man, for everything. Like, I'm probably going to be burnt out from drinking after going to this alpha thing with Q. On you know, virtual. it's not an alpha. It's 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 a it's a it's it's one of my line, one of my uh, folk, one of my uh, neos is DJing it, but it's a it is a it is a Lincoln University fundraiser, <laughs> virtual fundraiser. I'm gonna have, I ain't gonna raise off this couch though. I can tell you that. So <laughs> we'll be right here. So you know, what, let, let's just get right into it. So um, we already did like the discussion, and everything. I don't have any random thoughts this week. I'm going to try to make this as effortless and Trump like light as I possibly can make it. Um, because other than him trying to kill people with bleach, I feel like the world is giving all the idiots what they deserve. So is it okay if we just completely skip past that topic until next week when he tells them to eat Tide Pods again? I think that'll be- I could, I could share some stuff about the whole thing with, um, Go for it. The whole thing with Trump and everything. I mean, I think the big thing, like we've said in every single podcast, is that it's not so much about who's in office because it could it could have been Barack in office right now. Mm-hmm. And if Barack was doing the same exact thing that Trump was doing, the sentiment would, would, would still hold. And the stuff that's going on now it's like it don't pass the common sense test, bruh. Like you literally don't have any common sense, and the stuff you're trying to do is going to make things things worse. Like yeah. I know Q being a teacher, Q knows. Like I'm pretty sure when you heard the thoughts about let's send the kids back to school now, I'm like, there's no way. What? There's, there's no, there's, there is no way that we are going to be in a classroom before, before November. Thank you. They tried to have us go back to work last week. Thank you God, Mr. Pelosi, for saying no. That's yeah. bullshit. And I mean, I get it. You know, I get it. The folks are out here 
struggling. Nobody wants to work, or it's not that they don't want to work, but it's like it's just now's not the time to go back to work. Because I know me working for the government, you know, I'm working from home, but I know for a fact that given that I've been out of my office for over a month, when I do go back, they're probably gonna have to sanitize that office to the T before we are allowed back in there, which is cool because I'm still working, but now's not the time to send people back to work to get folks back into offices. Just it's just it's sad times and it's frustrating that every single day you see something that some idiot will post mm-hmm. not knowing what's really, you know, going on. I mean, I have a very good friend who's a nurse that's volunteering right now up in New York. Shout out to my man. I'm not going to call him out, but um, he's telling me, like, you know, he's seeing, like, close to 10 people die, literally die, taking their last breath, and the body's just in there, inside the hospital, waiting to get picked up. And people don't think there's some real shit going on right now. And it is. And then you have people thinking, well, Trump didn't mean what he said about the whole Todd Pot things. Yes, the hell he did. I mean, he, he knew exactly what he was saying. It's, it's, it's stupidity, but he knew exactly what he was saying. Like, you can't argue clean that up. He knew exactly what he was saying. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. It's just, you know, it's, it's crazy, man. And it's, um, it's tough times and it's sad times. And to go into a little bit of, um, to go into a little bit of detail, one of the things that I had to watch this week, it was um, I got a chance to preview the um, Michelle Obama doc coming to. I am so excited about that. Now, I, I can't I can't really go into detail about it. I'm just going to say that it's very good. I'm going to do my review, you know, when the um, thing lifts. But watching that doc and just seeing how she was and seeing the R that she gave off and just energy and how how things were to where we are now it's i mean it's it's sad times my, my wife and i are both there sitting we're both watching it both getting misty-eyed to see where we were and where we are now and it's not about you know black white male female because you know mrs obama was just golden i mean they showed but i can't get into all that but but, but when you guys see it you'll see what i'm talking about because we know how it was when they were in office and just how positive we were so that's my little um soapbox with this whole um trump thing and being in office and just you know i pray every day that things get back to how they well i know they're back to how they were but i just hope things get better Ooh. <clears throat> i agree well that that's a perfect segue because you know what we have to talk about and most of it is you know corona-esque but it's fun so we're gonna make it you know light so this is the segment called first 48 chris do you want to tell the people exactly what first 48 is so first 48 is a game that we play here on young black and bother where we choose outrageous stories from the news and you have to guess which state that this outrageous thing happened in and it's usually florida yeah (laughs) Pretty much for the most part. So first article for the week. A man chugs cleaning products after Trump's disinfectant comments said that he believes the advice that he received was true. What a fucking idiot. Yes, the New York. <laughs> yeah, New York. 
Y'all said New York collectively. Okay. Unfortunately, you all are zero for one as this happened in Kansas City, Kansas. That's funny because the same thing happened in New York. <laughs> I read it. That's why. I- Whatever. I'm telling it's going to happen at least three or four times in the next like two or three days. So, yeah. We'll just say, you know what? Somebody in some state is going to try it. So that one. And this is the thing about the drinking products thing. Are they really consuming these products or is it propaganda? And people just calling the poison center saying, hey, I drank some bleach. What do I do? Hey, I drank some Lysol. What do I do? Just to be like funny about it. Maybe. Because I just don't believe. I really just don't believe that anybody is that stupid to actually do it. Like, you can't really be that stupid to actually do it. They really are that stupid. I don't think think it's it's fake news. I'm I'm hoping it's fake news. I'm hoping it's just like, you know, like you said, propaganda for somebody to just have an article. But at the same time, I mean, we have a segment called First 48 where the most ridiculous fucking things happen. Um, So I'll keep on going. But where's our next article? I'll give you all this one. So an Alaskan school removes the Great Gatsby and other famous books from the curriculum for controversial content. No, it's somewhere in the South. Oh, no, I gave it to you. That was Alaska. Oh, it was Alaska. The world um, but I'm trying to think of what controversial contents in The Great Gatsby. <clears throat> I was trying to. I was trying to figure it Let me see. It's if not like Huckleberry Finn and they call him like Nigger Joe. Yeah. Let me see. Um, what are the other famous books though? Like The Great Gatsby, like, uh, oh, ooh, this is bad. Um, here's a list of some of the books. I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings by Maya Angelou. Catch-22 by Joseph Heller, The Things They Carry by Tim O'Brien, The Great Gatsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald, and The Invisible Man by Ralph, uh, Ralph Ellison were all taken off the approved list of works that teachers in the Matsuburo School District may use for instruction. The school board voted 5-2 to two on Wednesday to yank out the works of teachers' hands starting this fall. They said that the books contain content that could potentially harm students. Get the hell out of here. Oh, oh. Sorry. Reading. Sorry. It says that The Cage Bird was basically written to be anti-white messaging. Gatsby and things were loaded with sexual references and The Invisible Man has bad language, while Catch-22 includes violence, according to the school district. It's the world we live in. This is the world we live in. So, next one. Um, man thought that he was still in op- uh, opioids, but instead he got laxatives. Man is facing felony charges after allegedly stealing pills that he thought were op- uh, opioids, but instead they were laxatives. Peter Emery, 56, was caught on video taking pills from a lockbox, according to a county sheriff's office. He later told police that he took two pills thinking that they were hydrocodone. What is it? No, is that hydro? What is it? Hydrocodone, um, a narcotic that contains an opioid. When he then learned that they were something else, he threw the pills away after already ingesting the two. Guess the first 48 state where people are still in opioids that are actually Ohio. 
This is some Florida. This that's definitely some Florida shit. Florida. Kristen, sorry, this happened in Tampa, Florida. I was just picking high opioid states. It says apparently his brother switched the pills after suspecting that he was still in his pain medication. <laughs> wow. So he switched the opioids with laxatives knowing that his roommate was still in his pills. That's some Florida shit. Um, what's our next article? Uh, Man downloaded child porn as a boredom killer. That's the article. <laughs> Oregon? What you got? Yeah. This, this, um, Minnesota. Minnesota? Um, um, I'm going with a heavily um, Caucasian state. So let's go, Utah. I'm sorry, guys. This happened in Brevard County, Florida. Brevard County. It's a weird ass name for a town, but sure. Um, where's our next one? Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, here's a good one. Here's a good one. A couple is caught having sex in the police parking lot and then walked. I think we read that one, right? Where they basically had sex and then walked to the jail after they got caught. That happened. Where is that? That happened in Alabama. So y'all can have that one. Uh, what other ones do I have? Da, 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 da. Here's, here's one. Y'all don't have to guess the state. Just guess the person. White House representative goes into a hospital. Oh God! Without a mask. Oh, that—that's uh, Mike Pence. Yeah, his dumbass Pence. That's what he get. Mike Pence. What? Yeah, he went at the Mayo Clinic. Mayo Clinic in Minnesota. That's too easy. What was the point? Why? Because he was. You don't know that was for an audience of one. But he did that for an audience of one. The orange fuck. I, I'm starting to give up on humanity at this point. Um, oh, here's a great one. Here's a great one. As soon as it loads, of course. So, here goes the clock. Let's get the article. Here we go. Woman fatally slits her boyfriend's throat after an argument about Family Guy and catching him looking at his ex's Twitter. Um, Family Guy X's Twitter. I'm gonna say possibly. Um, I'm gonna say New York. New York. Q, what you got? Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, uh, Georgia, the third most fucked up state in the country now. Okay. Iowa. Mm, damn. I'm sorry. This happened in Pennsylvania after a Pennsylvania woman was arrested for fatally stabbing, uh, stabbing her boyfriend in their apartment while they were living together during the COVID crisis. To make matters worse, the reason behind the murder was beyond ridiculous. 21-year-old Caitlin Selena Moraz was charged Thursday, April 16th, with first-degree murder of her boyfriend, 24-year-old Jalen Thomas. She was also charged with third-degree murder as well as possession of a weapon and the possession of an instrument of crime as a result of the incident. Wow. 
Oh boy. All right. Oh no, it, it gets better. This is the gift that keeps them giving. It says the criminal complaint states that Morris told officers that she and Thomas got into a brief verbal argument regarding the TV show Family Guy. And that later on in the evening, when she looked through Thomas's phone while he was sleeping, she saw that he had been viewing his ex-girlfriend's Twitter account. <laughs> How do you know if he, like Twitter tells you now when people can see other people's Twitter pages? They're snitching like that now. Wow, that that's some wild shit there. I I want no parts, no parts. Let me see. Um. Oh, where's our next one? So, police are on the hunt for a person taking a daily walk dressed as the terrifying plague doctor. Oh God! Oh my goodness! That's the first. Oh, oh my god! Oh, oh boy! Um, fuck! Washington State. Shit! I don't know. <laughs> Washington State. What? What you got, Derek? Uh, California. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess for Chris this week. I'm gonna say New Orleans. I'm obviously wrong, but. This happened in fucking California. Q, you're going to hate me for this one. Oh, boy. Official resigns after drinking and throwing their pet cat during a Zoom meeting. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, now, man. Did they have, did they, did they fake it out and put it, have it in the mug and have, it had like the, the uh, the you know that you know the, the shit on the tea bag. Oh my god! No, I literally no, I I literally saw someone. Not I had not me personally, but I saw someone post that on Twitter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Terrible. They had wine in the wine in the mug while they're on while they're on their Zoom Zoom meeting and take the 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 hanger from the um from the tea bag on wait what yeah. yes i can i i i can show i'll show it to you humans are trash man. yeah they're they're pretty bad why are you why, why are you looking forward i'll just talk about something i just saw like about two hours ago so i get a notification on my phone about the latest trend of things so i posted on facebook about the new trend being people pissing on themselves on purpose as a TikTok challenge. What? Oh, no. Is to piss yourself on TikTok. I want, I want to see if I can find a clip of somebody doing the challenge. Let me see if I can find it here on the P challenge TikTok. Oh, it's actually a fucking thing. I will share my screen so you can see it. Let's see. Screen. Sh- oh, you're showing Q. Yeah, you, you see this <laughs> craziness. That is sad. That is- All right. So here we go. This is the pee your pants challenge. Pee your pants challenge. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, pee your pants. Gross. Now see. <laughs> pee your Did we have to have an Elizabeth Warren t-shirt? <laughs> Pee your pants challenge. At least, okay, there was one person. Huh? To what be. the fuck? Yeah, yeah. There are women doing it too. Men and women alike are going and pissing themselves on purpose. This is America, everybody. Where we've run out of ideas. We have absolutely run out of ideas. So let, let's just move right along because the P challenge kind of like fucked me up completely. Oh, let's get into the news. So the news this week, not much happened, but a lot happened to like the entertainment industry. Um, for starters, um, Puff Daddy, a.k.a. Diddy, a.k.a. Harlem Shake, a.k.a. the nigga who killed Biggie. So he says... Joe Biden needs to make his plans clear or he cannot get the black vote. I will hold the vote hostage if I have to. Okay, he said what again? Yeah, I, I, I will repeat it. He said, he says the black vote is not going to be for free. We're going to have to have some promises. You know, what are we getting in return for our vote? Nothing has changed for black America. Diddy, born Sean Combs, has said how he's holding the presidential candidate Joe Biden accountable to be clear of exactly what he plans to do for blacks and the brown community in America. In order for us to vote for Biden, we can't be taken for granted like we always are because we're supposed to be Democrats or because people are afraid of Trump, Diddy said. It's whoever, I'm sorry, it's whoever go take care of, okay, this is his typing. So it says, it whoever go take care of the community, whoever wants to make a deal. It's business at this point. You know, we can't trust politicians. We want to know very clearly, just like Trump made it clear that he wanted to build a wall, Biden needs to make it clear that he's going to change the lives and quality of black and brown people or else he can't get the vote. I will hold the vote hostage if I have to. First of all, how the fuck are you going to hold a vote hostage? Shut up! Like, love <laughs> And this is the thing. This is the thing. Now it's just not the time to be on some what can you do for the black community shit. Because the goal is just to get Donald Trump out of office. And as of right now, I'm sorry, people who are just so upset. Joe Biden is the candidate. He's going to be the one who's going to be picked. Mm -hmm. So it's like, why? Why now? Like, are you guys holding Trump accountable? If if not, like, what has he done for the black community? I mean, I know he's done some criminal justice things, but I don't see anybody. Matter of fact, I don't see Democrat or Republican really doing shit for black people. Like at this point, and what are y'all really doing for us? Like the influencers and the ones with the money and the ones who could really do shit for the community. So instead of holding Joe Biden, I mean, I know he's going to, he's running for president and president is supposed to look out for the people. Cool. But what are we doing as leaders of our community to help our community? Exactly. Doing it. 
So I'm, I'm going to play this clip because I feel like it's ridiculous. Actually, you know what, Chris? You said it perfectly. I don't even want to tarnish what you said with this foolishness. What the fuck was that? So, sorry, did he? No, he just wanted an hour ago. Who may concern? It's called Black Leverage. This is not for any of you scared to death Tom Negroes. Love, this is smoke. But did he want to say someone who is fucking chasing and fucking off Latino women? I really don't have nothing to say for that, okay? Like, honestly. Look here, Diddy. Sit your multi-colored beard ass down and shut the fuck up. How about mobilize the vote instead of, instead of saying, oh, I'm going to hold you hostage. Shut up. Mm-mm-mm. Isn't Diddy the same one who had the voter die campaign back in the day? You guys yeah. remember the old South Park episode? Greg, if you could find that clip, that's what needs to be played. It's, it's called Voter Die by on South Park with Diddy. And he'd be like, I like the way you vote, bitch. Oh, yeah. Check the cities when you vote, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, I literally love that song. Voter die, motherfucker, voter, 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 die. <laughs> it's literally the funniest thing. <laughs> oh, look at the suit. <laughs> I haven't heard of my voter die campaign. Voter die. You me, bitch. Voter die, motherfucker, motherfucker, voter die. Right, voter, I don't understand that much about all one simple rules. Yeah, I can, bro, I will motherfucking kill you. Yeah, I like it when you vote, bitch. bitch. Shake them titties when you vote. I slam a Jimmy through your mouth roof. Mouth roof. Now get your big ass in the polling booth. Vote. Yeah. Run from me, boy, and die. Make sure you voice. Vote or die. Vote. Okay. Yeah, that was fire. Let me see. What what news do we have other than the fact that Diddy said that? Um, This is personal news for me because I'm in love with this woman. Um, Dasha Polanco from Orange is the New Black. She posted on Instagram her doing a Zoom call because, you know, now that we invest in Zoom and they're a friend of the show, they host the show. Um, she got on Zoom in her skivvies and posted on Instagram and it made my day. So I just wanted to share that with everybody. That's just a random thought of mine. It, it helped my day. So that's another good thing that happened this week. Um, I wanted to ask the three of you, who would win in a versus battle between Erica Badu and Lauren Hill. Erica Badu, her, her uh, catalog is bigger. Yeah, Erica Badu. Badu. Well, it seems as though Erica Badu says that Lauren Hill would pulverize her in a versus battle. That's because that album. Yeah, maybe versus right. Yeah. That's that's because Erica's just very, you know, she's very humble and very earthly. And, yeah. you know, but I feel like Lauryn Hill can rap though. Erica not really rapping, so Lauryn would push her bar for bar. But that's not the that's not the debate. If it's like music and catalog, like Lauryn just can't keep up. Unless and even if we used every song on the Miseducation of Lauryn Hill, I guarantee you there's probably still Erica Baidu songs that would keep going. I mean, I'll take it a step further. Even if you compare their um. But well, like, throw the in there. No, well, back in O2, you guys remember Lauren Hill did that unplugged for MTV? Mm-hmm. And it was very, 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 very boring. Yep. Then Erica's live album, her first one with Tyrone on it. So, I mean, I think Erica was just being modest and being, you know, being humble. But, I mean, I think overall, 
you know, the average music person will tell you that Erica has the overall better catalog, you know, from a solo a solo artist. She can only go so far with a miseducation. Yeah. I agree. Um, let me see. What else do we have in the news? Um, so, Kim Kardashian is frustrated with Kanye West and his lack of parenting help. Yeah. Next subject. Yeah. The, the silence. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Kim. Um, you knew what you was getting into. Anyways, let's see. What else do we have next? R. Kelly's legal team is disheartened after notification that there will be another documentary. Yeah, two back-to-back terrible-ass stories, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it gets much better. So, Black China shows off her feet for Foot Freak Mondays on OnlyFans. Guess how much her OnlyFans cost? $300. And it depends. I don't know if she does anything special, um, but yeah. Foot Freak Mondays is apparently a thing. Twitter went off this week for that. So if that's what you guys are a part of, that's what y'all like, that's y'all kink, feel free, but not not the kid. Um, and I'm not paying $50 for Black China. Like, she, she, does, she probably doesn't do any live shows. She probably just posts pictures. Probably yeah. doesn't have any videos of, of anything, so just shut up. Quick <laughs> episode this week. Um, so I think we can do both. Uh, what's bothering us and dope note this week, since you know there hasn't been a lot of news. But the last news article: uh, Tyler Perry warns black people a lot of us are dying from the coronavirus because we lack vitamin D. I can. I, I I could see that only because um, I think that a lot of us in the black community we don't properly take care of ourselves. You know, we don't take vitamins, we don't take other stuff. Because I've seen so many um, so many things come out recently saying, you know, all you got to really do is wash your hands, take your vitamin C, take your you know, drink water, stay hydrated, you'll be just fine. I mean, I'm I'm even to the point where. A homie recommended Jamaican food loss. You know, I'm gonna try that just to try to get my system back. You know, yeah, on track to see if that helps out. Or you know, even with you sharing the tips you share health wise, like so. I mean, I'm not mad at Tyler Perry saying that because, like, you know, it's a true thing. You know, we don't we don't properly take care of ourselves. You know, and that stems from a lot of stuff going way back to slavery, getting fed the scraps, and how it just you know got past down we kind of adapted to you know taking bad care of yourselves you know it's easier to eat unhealthy than it is eat healthy that's just the way that it is yeah yeah and i just think i instead of tyler perry like saying that think about all the reasons why that is like look at the food deserts in certain communities and then like you working 20 hour days or 18 hour days just to work and you don't have time to really exercise. Um, you may not have time to cook properly. So you have to go to McDonald's and do things like that. Or you don't have time to work out 30 minutes a day because you have a day job and a night job and the kids got to be fed. 
And then you got your uh, youngest child cooking for you. She can't cook nothing too much. Like, it's just like a lot of factors that we don't really think about what, who has the luxury to really be healthy? Like, who has the luxury to eat these vitamins? Who has the luxury to have emergency? Like, that's just not something a lot of people in at least urban, like, poor poverty areas. Like, I know me, like, I grew up taking GNC vitamins. But I also was privileged enough to have that opportunity. A lot of people, when I went to college, would be like, yo, what you taking these for? I'm like, I grew up on this. Like, <laughs> like it's just a different experience. So and, uh, instead of, like, pointing the finger, what are you doing, Tyler Perry, to help and make sure, like, hey, the I know my studio's based in Atlanta. I'm going to build a grocery store in Zone 6 where there's none around or something like that. Or I'm going to make sure we give out free meals for these people or even broadcasting like er, like you go to um, like a public school in a poor area. They don't even have soap in their machines. Yeah. You go in the nicer areas. They had a full dispenser. So how are you going to expect for kids to wash their hands and do all types of shit like that? Hmm. And they don't even have the resources. They don't have that. They don't even have sanitary napkins in their facility. So they're using the tissue and just mm-hmm. things that are just not fair. Absolutely agree. Absolutely. Yeah. I can't, <clears throat> I can't bring you better. That, shit. Yeah. This, Chris is coming with the gems. This is the episode title. Chris with the gem. <laughs> yes. So, um, what do y'all want to do first? What's bothering us? Y'all want to do dope and note. Dope or no? Dope and note? Okay. And we'll gauge what's bothering us from dope and note. Hopefully it puts you in a better mood. Um, so, uh, who wants to explain what Dopinope is? Q, do, would you like to explain what Dopinope is this week? Okay, so Dopinope is a segment where we listen to some, listen to some music um, and we rate it. Dope, that means that shit's fire. We'll listen to it, run that, put it in your, put it in your Apple Music playlist or it's right, but you know, whatever. Or no, get the shit off my, get the shit out of my speakers and out of my head. Mm. Okay, so the first song, in honor of what's going on in the world today, this is a song by an artist by the name of Ninety Nine Percent, and it's called Six Feet. You got coronavirus. What the? F- <laughs> Is you coughing? Oh, hell no. Nah. Bitch, you got coronavirus. Six feet. Six. I need six feet. Back up. Don't talk to me. Bitch, you got coronavirus. Damn. I need six feet. Not bad. I need no. six feet. Six feet. Bitch, you got coronavirus. Shut up. Bitch, don't talk to me. Woo. Bitch, you gotta leave. Just you sneeze or you cough on me. You can shake that ass, but you can't shake no hands with me. Toilet paper stab, but your ass cannot have a piece. Bitch, you got coronavirus. You can't quarantine. Not with me. Bitch, you wild. Shit. Wash your hands with bleach. Wash Wash cancer. Bitch. No, we in a crisis. I ain't trying to die. Shit. Fuck. Bitch, you got coronavirus. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> dope, 
Jesus. Wow. I think it was dope, but it was just a lot. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Oh. Yeah, that was absolute fucking trash. It, it, it was pretty fucking bad. Yeah, it was absolute fucking trash. Okay. So, what about you, Derek? Dope and no. Trash. Trash? Good. Because we got more trash. This song is by I, Marquis, and it's called Coronavirus. So, uh, that version of Corona. Hell no. And and it's a double hell no because I got to listen to my niece play that shit all damn day long on a goddamn TikTok. Hell no. No, 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 and no, and no, and no again. No. (laughs) I'm assuming Derek's just going to be like, nah. Hell no. All right, let me see. Um, What was this next song? This next song is called She Thinks by. Buddy and Kent Jams. She thinks she love me. She thinks she love me. She thinks she love me. Yeah. She see me on TV and now she thinks she falling in love. She smoked up on my weed and now she thinks she falling in love. She see my diamond ring and now she thinks she falling in love. She heard my new CD and she hit me and said she thinks she love me. 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 Dope a note. Yeah. Just man. Um, um, um. I'm gonna say low or low or low or low, very low. <clears throat> First, what you got? Nah, I ain't feeling it. This song is called Quarantine Clean by Turbo, Gunner, and Young Thug. Run that back, Turbo. so dope and nope for quarantine clean by um who is this turbo gunner and young thug yeah trash so the selections were pretty bad this week this is where music has gone since everybody's at home doing nothing can't get to the studio I got a song for you if you if you can um 
Yes, sure. I'm that for you. All right, do um Eric Roberson already knew you? Okay, let's see. Now, is this a new song? Yeah, he recorded this like in two days. Okay. The entire album was done in, I think, forty-eight hours. Mixed, mastered, and released. Okay, so here we go. This is "Already Know You" by Eric Roberson. Excuse me, I know this sounds crazy, but. I will wake up every morning, get you for you. Spend every day with you on my mind. Every night I will pray to my father. That tomorrow will be the day he was mine. So when I saw you, girl, I already knew you. I knew that you and I would really get along. I didn't know your name, but girl, yeah, I knew you. I knew that I would be bringing you home. I knew that you would be my girl. So that is Eric Roberson's Already Knew You. I will give it an or. It's a good song. There was something about it. It, it was something about it. Yeah, I give it. I give it or two. Yeah, or. It was better than fucking coronavirus, and then the other coronavirus song, and the other two songs we heard. That was probably the best of the batch this week. Yeah, definitely. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. So, um, let, let's go with what's bothering us. You know, we'll make these quick. So, Chris, would you like to start with what's bothering you this week? You know what's bothering me? The fact that I still have not gotten my Trump check. And not because I'm hurting, but because I know if I didn't get it, I know there's probably tons of people who are actually out here struggling that need that shit. And it's not here. And it's already like May. Brits do again. And, um... I just feel like, yo, what the fuck? And you guys aren't really helping like the poor people or the ones who are unemployed. Like, I'm just really feeling bad for folks right now. And it just seems like the government right now is only caring about themselves. Of course. And maybe it's just because I'm on the outside looking in. But to me, it just seems like all these companies are getting help. But the people who run the companies are not getting help. So it's just like, what's the point of having a company if you don't have people to fill it? Bingo. Absolutely agree. 
Damn. Q, what's bothering you, sir? What's bothering me? Um, this stupid asinine plan that you want to send kids. <clears throat> we open schools so that because, and a doctor said this, by the way, little kids, if they get, if they, if they, get coronavirus, they're passing along, we can start this herd immunity, get us back on track. Because that's the stupidest shit I've ever heard in my life. And you have a medical degree, I it should be revoked. Mm. First of all, kids can get coronavirus and they can get the serious form of COVID-19 and die. It's happened. It's happened. Yet we had, I mean, this, D.C. in the last... I think last week or two weeks, an infant died because of coronavirus. Shut the fuck up! Like, what's what's in this rush to reopen the reopen the economy? Yes, I, I get it. Twenty nine million people are out of work. Right, twenty six million people are out of work tomorrow. I mean, out of work right now, or have filed for unemployment benefits. That number will probably increase by four or five million more tomorrow when the, when the unemployment numbers come out. But do you want to rush and then 62,000 people but mushrooms to over a million or, five, or over 200,000? Stop this fucking madness. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, damn. Derek, do you have a what's bothering you? Because mine is going to be very quick yeah what's bothering me this week is um this whole nonsense and back and forth with theater chains and universal yeah and i get it i see both sides of it but i'm kind of siding with the um theaters on this one it's only because the only reason why Trolls was successful as it was was because there's nothing going on right now and families need entertainment for their kids. Now, you and I discussed The Hunt, the first go-round. Mm-hmm. The, Hunt, the Hunt was a great movie. Yeah. But what are the numbers in comparison of The Hunt to Trolls? Yeah. Trolls is a family movie. So obviously it's going to do better. And like I said, I get it. I see both sides of it. Universal's able to get more money, you know, because they don't have to split with the theaters. However, certain movies, I don't care how much you think you can try to duplicate the theater experience. You can't. It's just, you know, no one in their right mind can fully duplicate the experience of seeing certain movies in the theater at home. Like, you, you know, you can't do it. You that, can't sit here and tell me you can duplicate the 4DX at Regal Gallery Place in your house. Like, you, you, you can't do it. You don't have the means to, you know, you can do that. So movies like Furious 9, Jurassic Park 6, Halloween, the Candyman remake, movies like those are meant to be seen with a crowd, to be experienced with a crowd. Now, stuff like the Minion sequel, anything family-oriented, anything that has like an independent vibe, 
by all means, you know, put those on the home market. But folks are getting all excited saying, oh, my God, you know, now I don't got to go to the theater ever again. I'm rocking with Universal. They're right and all that. Like, no, they're not. And sooner or later, once AMC said, F y'all, we're not doing that. We're not showing your films anymore. And then today, Regal came out and said, we're not doing it over in the UK. Cineplex Odeon said, we're not getting on board with that. Once Universal sees those, that money they're going to lose from the box office, they'll probably say, look, all right, this will, this will work out. Because what, what happened was it's a certain window mm-hmm. that you got to have between the theaters and um, the home market. So basically Universal saying, you know, screw the law, we're going to do what we want to do. But you're going against the law and you're going against an already established agreement. So you mean to tell me that, all right, so one week, Furious 9 comes out, and then two weeks later, you know, you want to put it on video? That's not, it's not right. It's not, it's not fair. Like, I don't see the, just in that. And my argument today was, um, initially, you know, yeah, people are saying, well, it's only going to be 20 bucks. That's not going to last forever. Eventually, they're going to want to raise that price up a bit more. So you mean to tell me, and I asked the guy, like, you know, just, you know, chatting online and debating. All right, so let's say one week, Universal drops um furious nine and they say all right so furious nine we're going to charge 40 bucks the next week they're going to drop Jurassic park six it's gonna be another 40 bucks week after that they're going to drop halloween latest halloween that's gonna be 40 bucks it's 120 120 a month so you want to spend 120 a month just watch a movie in the comfort of your own home you're gonna spend the same price going to the theater possibly well let me let me counter that so I was listening to uh, Slash Filmcast. This was maybe like a month or so ago when they first like started trying to adapt this. And somebody mentioned it and you in it today made me like remember this. And I wrote it down. It was like, say if you have the $20 price, right? That's the base price. Having that be 20 bucks. What happens to these franchises who know that they can afford, you know, hey, everybody's going to want to see those movies like the Trolls, like you said, or the Fast Nines. Eventually, they're going to be like, wait, why am I charging the same amount as that movie that we know is going to bomb? Like, uh, for example, say if you put Fast 7 out, because I think that and Spring Breakers came out the same year. I want to say so. I'm not completely accurate on that. But just comparing the two movies, you have Spring Breakers and you have Fast 7. Both of those movies say they came out the same weekend. You, They'll eventually say, no, nah, I'm not going to charge 20 bucks. Fast you know, Fast 7 will charge 25, 30 bucks. And then Spring Breakers is just the base price of $20. Then it ends up being a tiered system over time. And I don't think people are going to be ready to have to pick and choose what they're going to pay for. Like as if it was one of those albums at Target where it's like, okay, Jay-Z is $13.99 versus, you know, the blue, was it the Bluegrass album that's $7.99 or something like that. So, yeah. Yeah, well, if you remember like back in 2011, they were going to try it before. They were going to, when you, you remember the movie Tower Heist with Ben Stiller and Eddie Murphy? Yeah. Yeah. So for Tower Heist, they were going to try that model. They were going to say, look, we're going to put it in theaters. And then two weeks later, we're going to put it on the home market. But for the, on the home market, it's going to cost 50 bucks to watch That's it at home. That's a nine. And furthermore, all right. So it's like, you know, Universal and NBC have their app launching in July, the Peacock app. Mm-hmm. So, you know, who's to say that they won't put everything on the app and charge what they want to charge 
on the app because people ask me, like, we well, don't think Netflix is going to be Universal? No, because Universal and Netflix are beefing now because Universal pulled Friends and any other, MB- any other NBC show from that app to put on the Peacock app because they're going to, you know, go against the competition. Exactly. I mean, personally, I don't foresee it lasting that long. I mean, I don't, I think eventually they're going to try to come up with something. And yeah, you, you can get on board and say you're saving money, but for these blockbuster movies and all that, that make their most money off the concession stand, stuff like IMAX and 3D and mm-hmm. 4D, it's not gonna it's not gonna be able to sustain family films. Yeah, hence why Warner Brothers said for the new Scooby Doo movie, we're gonna put that video on demand because they know that it'll make a ton of money VOD because it's a family flick. Mm. But they also know something like Wonder Woman '84 will do much better in the theaters. Yep, because you can charge more with IMAX, 3D, 4D or whatever else, and the fanboys will pay that money to see something in 3D. So the, it's totally different, and universe is being greedy, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, you know, like anything else, we will see. We will see. Um, I, I have a slight what's bothering me. And it's not really oh, what's bothering me, it's more so like the Nextdoor app. Now, if anybody is familiar with Nextdoor, um, it's basically like neighborhood watch, but you ain't got to leave your house. You ain't got to go to a meeting and shit like that. And people snitch on each other all the time. People just say whatever the fuck they want and there's no consequence to it. So here's my next door of the week, AKA what's bothering me. The guy by the name of Ryan writes and the subject title is keep it classy. Not sure who needs to hear this, but I'm sure it's a lot of you. Don't forget to smile at your neighbor, folks. Viruses don't spread by being polite. Every day I'm out walking with my kids and say hello to everyone walking by. I've never been more ignored or had people look at me so funny. We're in this all together, people, but separate. So one person replied, if you had your mask on, you wouldn't have to smile at people. I felt like that was the best clap back in the world for that comment. Like, why are you you're mad at people for not smiling? Like, they're not like obligated to say hi to you. But that was basically what was just bothering me this week. I'm sure I have another uh, next door next week, but that was really like pissing me off. Just reading the comments on that. There are at the time of this recording, there are 84 comments and 74 side comments on next door about that. Anyways. So that has been this episode, which was longer than I was expecting it to be, but let everybody know where they can find you on social media so we can get about it. This is Derek Dunn. Website is reviewsanddone.net. YouTube channel is also reviewsanddone. If you check out the YouTube channel, you'll find interviews posted with Stokely from Men Condition, the group High Five, and who else is on there? Um, it's been so many. Stokely from Men Condition, High Five, Q Parker from 112, I just interviewed a legendary songwriter, Ryan Toby from City High. And when I tell you he drops some jewels, he drops some serious, serious jewels. And when you hear what that brother was talking about and who he's written for and the songs that he's written is crazy. So that's it for me. 
Hey, it's your girl Chris Cash. You can find me at Chris Cash DC on Instagram and at Viva La Marie on Twitter. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at QDZ19. Sorry. You can find me on Twitter at QDZ1906. Um, I'm sometimes on, Insta- on Instagram, but not much. Yeah. And you can find us all at Young Black Pod on you know at gmail you can leave us a letter write a five-star review you can find merchandise all that shit we are there you know just search young black pod um so until next week i will probably be trying to watch bloodshot again so until next week we will see you